Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. They're longtime friends. Let me tell you something real quick about dibs that I'm sure not everybody knows. <laughs> and first-time partners. Hang in there, big guy. There'll be brighter days ahead. Now these two homegrown Bay Area boys finally come together to take over sports talk. Get the hell off of my doorstep. Major League Baseball, you steam. It's Willard and Dibs <laughs> on 95.7 The Game. 95-7, the game, breaking news. I mean, is there any better way to start off what will be the final 9 to noon edition of Willard and Dibs as we get ready to move to 2 to 6 in the afternoon on Monday? Then to say this, we got breaking news out of Arizona, the United States of America. Brock Purdy has undergone successful repair okay, of the UCL Brock. surgery. Therefore, it is not a reconstruction. It is not Tommy John. The surgery is done, and the timeline is set. He is expected to throw in three months. He is expected to practice in six. Therefore, week one remains on the table at a minimum. That's the 49er quarterback situation as of today. That's exciting. Breaking news. And uh, that means the surgery, it's 10.30 now. That means he probably got in there early. Yeah, he did one of those, you know, show up at 5.45 in the morning, get a gown. Yeah. Have somebody there with you. No doubt. Right. Make sure you get a ride home. (laughs) Yeah. Probably had to arrive at about 6.45 for the pre-op. Get those slippers on. Yeah, Yeah, right. When the parking lot is empty and nobody else is even there. Yeah. Under the knife by 8. And, uh, you know, it's probably a pretty garden variety quick surgery. If you're going to just repair it. So good for you, Brock. Congratulations and get better soon. That's right. And uh, please uh, sign these forms for the anesthesia and uh, and drive home safely. Please do not drive yourself. We would like you to protect that arm. But um, we got some warrior stuff to get to. And as we've mentioned, and we know many of you know, uh, some changes around here at 95.7 the game. And so um, we will be moving to 2 to 6 in the afternoon on Monday, which means this will be the last time that you hear us from 9 to noon. Really going to miss Bonte and Joe and that changeover for sure. And uh, and any of those of you out there who, you know, your day works this sort of way where, you know, between 9 and noon or in the mornings is is maybe the only time you listen. Like, first of all, we'd really like to sit down and talk to you and figure out how we can get earbuds in you so that you're listening to 95.7. Nice game from beginning to end odyssey app if you want to go to a warrior game but outside of that um if if this is you know the way that you move and 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 two to six you're off doing other things or or what have you would really love to hear from you today and uh, and say thank you 
just say thank you to our 9 to noon audience uh, for everything that has happened over the last year and a half. Uh, it's been fantastic. We cannot appreciate it more. And, uh, and as we said, we, we, we invite you to join us right. in the afternoons next week. We look forward to 2 to 6. And uh, you had me thinking about uh, some of our dear friends like Brian and <laughs> Palo Alto, who uh, has been such a great caller. I don't know what his afternoon plans are. Jonathan, we know, is a mail carrier. And, uh, you know, we're here he's and he's by then, there, right? maybe. Yeah. <laughs> of course, better, did. Robin, you, you, you hear from time to time, but... Uh, you know, we're going to take calls in the afternoon, sure. so we look forward to many of our favorites joining us then as well. Like, what if you're an elbow surgeon, for example? Yeah. I, I bet by the time you're 2 to 6 in the afternoon, you're somewhere with a snifter. The day's over. Yeah. Nobody's doing surgery. Have you ever had surgery when they're like, uh, we've got you set for 4.30 in the afternoon All on a Wednesday? All my surgeries have been in the morning. First thing in the morning. Most of them, yeah. Get your butt in there before the sun. Get a gown. Yeah. And, and and get your anesthesia, and we'll meet you over there. Speaking in that back of surgeons, room. I can uh, happily report that our surgeons will be coming with us. Dr. Brian Feely, Dr. Narav Pandya, uh, cleared to play, will follow us, Willard and Dibbs, to the afternoon Beautiful. at a time and day to be determined. Yep, absolutely. So 888-957-9570 is the number. Um, we'd love to take your calls. And again, we're definitely going to dive into the Warriors, Jordan Poole, Draymond Green, Dylan Brooks, and the rest in what was just a putrid road trip. There is no way to spin that. But because of the breaking news, let's spend a couple of minutes on this. Um, I wonder how y'all think this news affects free agency, which opens next week. If you are the 49ers, now that we know that Brock Purdy was a UCL repair and not a reconstruction, how does that affect the way you would approach the quarterback room in free agency? For me, there's a couple of quick answers. Yes, you still need someone. I do want someone who's accomplished. I want somebody who knows the system or whatever, someone that Kyle Shanahan feels can really fit, but I do not want a big name. That's actually the number one thing I'd say. And I know that sounds weird, but there's still going to be some of you who want them to call Tom Brady. There are others who are going to think that this Baker Mayfield idea is good. I would like that 49er QB3 to be someone that the collected media, the Mats, the Barrows, the Mayokos, the Jennifer Lee Chans, and the rest, I would like them to not be champing at the bit to go interview QB3. So, no Brady, no Mayfield. Give me names that sound like Sudfeld uh, as far as this situation. I would like the quarterback room to be led by Brock Purdy and Trey Lance for at least the next two to three years. And Chase Daniel. Give me Chase Daniel. That's fine. Yes. Just give me Chase Daniel immediately, a guy who has played for eight different teams. Uh, I guess if you count the Redskins, the former Redskins, now the Commanders, when he played on the practice squad in 2009, that would be eight teams. Chase Daniel is a professional clipboard holder. He's been a guy who can come in and be stopgap, and he's also a guy who could be the next Brian Greasy in waiting, somebody who could go into your quarterback room as the quarterback coach. If I'm Kyle Shanahan, I'm looking for that kind of guy. I'm looking for somebody to be the next 
member of the organization going forward. A guy who can be a quarterback if you need him, and God forbid you actually need a third quarterback again, which last year you needed four. So I'm not saying that you won't need three this year. You probably will need two, and you've got two. And if Chase Daniels your three, you feel good about him coming in Probably better than you felt about Josh Johnson coming in. And my, my hopes for this are, 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 A, that Brock Purdy is ready to go by week one, but that if he's not, at a minimum, my gosh, with all of the investment that they have put into Trey Lance, I would hope that the organization feels good about putting him out there if, if all you're asking for is two, three, four weeks. Like, I, right? This is still Trey Lance. This is still the number three pick in the draft. By the way, we've done some digging this week on that whole S2 cognition thing that we've been talking about and how it's a new data point, something that measures the things that you would not be able to measure in the past. We can look at your height, your weight, your leaping ability, your speed, how far can you throw the ball, bench press, accuracy, we can do all that. What we've not been able to know in the past is how do you process information? How do you view the field? How do you move through uh, all of the progressions? And that's what this does. And we do know that, for instance, Mahomes and Burrow and Allen scored off the charts, and so did Purdy. And maybe because he came out of the seventh round and has played so well, this is going to change the way people look at it, like they're going to up that data point. There's also this. We haven't talked a lot about it this week. Trey Lance scored really, really well also. exactly. Not quite Purdy, but really, really well. So I'm not done with Trey Lance by any stretch. I'm out on any trade talk. I want that guy to, at minimum, be QB2 this year. And if they need someone for the first month of the season, that's your guy. And he's QB1 right now. It's March 10th, and Brock Purdy right now is probably in recovery, still coming to after the anesthesia. And it's going to be, as Doc Pandia told us earlier and cleared to play, I think it was uh, yesterday, we had a special Thursday edition. He talked about the immediate days following the surgery. He's going to be in an elbow brace that restricts his movement for the most part, and Brock Purdy's going to have to slowly work his elbow back from a flexibility standpoint between now and June when he's able to throw again. So from now to June 10th, three months from now, when Brock Purdy is actually able to start maybe grabbing a football and throwing it again, Trey Lance is QB1. So between now and then, Trey Lance has a great opportunity to continue to grow and show the organization that he's ready to be QB1 if Brock Purdy's not ready for September. Yeah, so that's the situation there and how that affects what the 49ers do. It's going to be real interesting, uh, you know, right from the jump next week when free agency starts with all the quarterback stories that are out there from Lamar Jackson to Aaron Rodgers and more, even Jimmy Garoppolo. Mike McGlinchey said the other day he expects free agency to be over fast for him. Like, he's expecting to be one of those guys that's like within the first hour. You know, like NBA does this the best, where it's like midnight, the free agency period opens, and like a minute later, it's like this guy's got a five-year, $112 million deal, and it's like you weren't allowed to talk to him until 
till midnight, <laughs> and you signed him at twelve oh two. So they're talking now. And you obviously. saw the Colton McKivitz news, yes, right? And they yes. signed McKivitz to a two year extension, so McKivitz will be the right tackle. You don't sign McKivitz to an extension if you're going to have him still be on the bench. So that basically signals to everyone that Mike McGlinchey will be going elsewhere. Oh, but th- yes, he's going elsewhere. But they're going to bolster the offensive tackle group for sure. Um, Maybe in so, the draft. Yeah, uh, there's a bunch of ways to do it, but I think this is going to be an incredible week. So don't miss a minute um, as our new lineup starts and we jump right into NFL free agency next week. Okay, now with that as the backdrop, okay, the game is one thing. The Draymond Green Dylan Brooks sideshow is another thing. That was pretty fun. It was fun, but it's only chapter four. They're going to do this every time. This is now a thing. Like, would it even shock you if Draymond texts Dylan after the game? Like, good job, dude. Like, seriously. <laughs> like, I, that would I, shock me because I, they're not there yet. He doesn't, he doesn't look at Dylan Brooks as an equal. I'm joking. No, but, but you could see him texting LeBron like, hey, LeBron, buddy, pal, because sure. they're on the same level. Dylan Brooks is like four levels below Draymond in his mind. I agree with you, but uh, something caught my attention that uh, <clears throat> Slates said earlier this morning with Bonte and Joe. And it's this. Don't forget that Draymond Green gets a check from TNT, too. Not just the Warriors. So always think about this when you're dealing with major celebrity. It's kind of like Kanye West. When he rips the president, he does it when there's a new album out. He doesn't do it just because it's genuine. Right. Okay? We fall into this trap over and over where it's like, oh, my God. Draymond Green hates Dylan Brooks. Maybe. Or maybe he's playing a role... And being an entertainer and being a promotional tool, and 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 why did you the call po- Draymond a tool? I am. Why <laughs> did he? Why did he wait and have the podcast come out the night before the TNT broadcast, the doubleheader? So I don't think this stuff is as genuine as we all take it. But that's a sideshow, and we'll get to that. Here's what really hit me in the face watching this game last night: Jordan Poole is lost. He's completely lost. The starting lineup was misguided, for sure. And the first thing I'm thinking when I watch this, Jordan Poole does not blend with Steph Curry. And if you don't blend well with Steph Curry, that means you don't blend well in a Warrior uniform. He's not going anywhere for a long time. That is that man, Mama. There goes that man. Nice. He's still going to be that man for at least a couple more years. And if you can't play well alongside Steph Curry, in my opinion, I don't know if you can play here. So that was point one. I mean, I'm not big in plus-minus stats, but did you see Steph Curry's versus Jordan Poole's last night? Uh, It was a 35-point difference, Mark. Correct. Jordan Poole was minus 33. Steph was plus 2. We love plus-minus when it suits our narrative. And I heard you say this on Wednesday when I was out, and you're absolutely right. So for today in this conversation, yes, Jordan Poole was a minus 33. Okay, fine. That's accurate. Then let's just go eye test. He not playing well. He, he Clay go- Thompson's not playing well either. Well, but he, in, in recent weeks, has. He has had right. huge but games. But to the point of this He's conversation, right now the fit, and we can look at that starting lineup last night with DiVincenzo, Poole, Curry, and Thompson, that was an awkward starting lineup. And it didn't really go well in the early minutes of that game. Nobody felt comfortable. I'm worried that Jordan Poole, I used the Russell Westbrook comp, and I knew that some of you would be like, well, Russell Westbrook's great. Well, not in my opinion. 
Now, my he opinion, was great at this point in his career. Uh, Absolutely, he was fantastic. He was a fantastic numbers NBA player. Well, they were an NBA finalist when he was early in his career. They were, and I'm going to give the nod to Kevin Durant. He was not the one. He was the two on right. that team. And Jordan and, Poole is the five on this team. Well, and he effectively, in my opinion, he effectively was the key reason that his one left. Because and he, the three left. Be, right, because he lacks awareness of what's the right thing to do at the right time on a basketball court. Hashtag Jordan Poole. That's what, how I define this right now. If you'd rather use D'Angelo Russell, if you'd rather go back in time and use Steve Francis. I think Monte Ellis is a great comp. Monte Ellis, yeah. John Wall. You pick whoever the hell you want. Bradley Beal. Look at those damn numbers. He's an all-star. He's not going to win Bubkiss. He's not going to win. So finding somebody who has the ability in the NBA to score 25 a night is great, but it also needs to click. It needs to work. It needs to be productive towards something that matters. It needs to fit in a team concept, and it needs to win. And my concern right now is that Jordan Poole talented as he is, is going to be the next name on that line of players that can put up 20-something a night whenever you want, and they will never, ever dance in June. Well, then he'll be Monte Ellis, because he's going to be here, it looks like, unless they decide that they're done with Jordan Poole and they want to trade him, but it looks like he'll be here after... Draymond Green and after Clay Thompson and whether or not he can then play with Steph Curry if he you know slides into the Clay Thompson role maybe Jordan Poole becomes a different player. Jordan Poole has already gone from being oh my god why did you draft him to this guy's legit we got to give him a bag. So he's already made a lot of steps in terms of his own progress. But right now and last night was a great example of the fit and the fit right now with Clay, Steph and Jordan Poole on the court together, it doesn't fit very well. Nope. And Clay Thompson last night looked a little bit lost as well. He's not in rhythm. He's not playing the way he was playing when Steph Curry was out. And you add Jordan Poole into the mix, now you've got three guys who all want to shoot the ball. Jordan Poole wants to take the ball and get his own. Steph Curry's working off of Draymond Green. Clay Thompson's just trying to run around and get to his spot and get the ball, but when Jordan Poole is in there, I agree with you, he's the one piece that kind of prevents everything from being so cohesive. And and let's also not forget what happens next. When they all start, then they all sit, and that bench unit, oh my God, you're going to go out there and play heavy minutes with Ty Jerome, Jerome, Jermichael Green, Andre Iguodala's out there clanking things, you, that second Plus unit. Four last night. That second best unit. Best on the team. They had no scoring. The second unit. I'm watching this group play, and it's like Jermichael Green had a minute where he's like, "I can shoot threes. Bang! Sure, you can hit a kid." I'm not saying that no one out there. Ty Jerome hit some threes, but like I'm, you're watching that group, and if they're not going to defend, and Ty Jerome literally had a moment where Reggie Miller took him to task defensively. It was maybe the worst Olay moment of the whole year where uh, I think it was Bain who just walked right by him for an easy layup at a time where the Warriors were trying to grab some momentum there in the second half, one of their runs. It was awful. And so if you're not going to be good on defense and the other team is going to get some things going, you have to be able to counteract that. You have to have some scorers. 
And that second unit, when Jordan Poole starts with Steph and Clay, has has nobody who you can say, you go get us a bucket. Right. So it's interesting because Jordan Poole as a starter has better numbers, but Jordan Poole as a bench player, to me, looks more like Jordan Poole when he has the ball. When he's out there with Steph and Clay, it's like, do I, do I go? Well, he doesn't no. know what to do. Let's stop? Exactly. No. Go? No. It's well, he just... knows he's the third option, right. and Jordan Poole doesn't operate being the third option. Clay Thompson can operate as a third option because he knows if he cuts and gets to his spot and he gets the ball, he can catch and shoot and he can get buckets. Jordan Poole is not a catch and shoot player. He's not that way at all. Steph Curry can catch and shoot. He can create on his own. He can do a number of different things. Right now, Jordan Poole is. Give me the ball and let me create and do what I need to do to get me a bucket. And that doesn't fit when you've got an offense that's predicated on ball movement and player movement. 888-957-9570. Are you still in or are you out on the idea of Jordan Poole being a key cog for the future of this team? You brought up the contract. I mean, let's go back in time. I don't blame the Warriors for this. Here's my read. It's just my read. This is not a report. But if you go back in time, the Warriors as a franchise, and we all bought this. There's not a one of you that didn't agree with this at the time. You thought, and I thought, they're they're coming off a title, so they're good now. And they're going to be good in the future, too, because... Wiseman, Poole, Kaminga, and Moody. And sort of dip Wiggins into that water, too. And Looney, yeah. Sure. Still young. So you've got all these 26 and younger players, and you're thinking, hey, we're going to do now, and we're going to do then. I bet, to a degree, there was some pushback from at least one or two of the older guys. Wait a minute. Don't put all your financial resources into the young guys. Put your financial resources into us. We still got it, Bob. Give us a veteran. We just won a ring. Give us a veteran. Draymond, I'd like the max. What does the organization do? On back-to-back days, pow, pow. (laughs) Wow, two-piece. They go nine-figure deals for two of their young players. The message to the older guys is... You still got it, but you're going to incorporate these guys because we're still going to be here as a franchise once you're gone. And you're counting Wiggins in yes. that. I mean, Wiggins is, I think, a little bit different because he's a veteran. And he took less than what he was going to be he able did. to command. I mean, if you look at his contract, he goes from 33.6 this year to 24.3 next year. And he, it graduates up to a point where he won't make, at the end of this contract, what he's making now. So that is a completely different deal. What they did with Jordan Poole is exactly, I think, what you're talking about. And what they said, particularly to Draymond, Steph, and Clay. Yes, we're still all in on you three. We love you. Sorry, Draymond, you're not getting the max. Clay, we're going to have to wait and see. We paid you $80 million to rehab, so we don't feel like we owe you anything. Steph, you're a made man. You're here as long as you want to be here. But Jordan Poole's our future. We're giving him the bag. Right. And I don't think they needed to do that. And they played 10 games and went 3-7. and seven, And I feel like at that point, someone from the veteran group went, Guys. A hell no. We can't, like, we can't do it with these pups. And then you know the story. Then comes November, December, January, and February. And that whole visual... 
Poole, Wiseman, Kaminga, Two timelines. That boat sank. Wiseman gone. Moody, G League, Kaminga hurt. And Poole, literally the focus of everyone's angst. I, I mean... And the fact that they paid Poole anchors this whole discussion in reality in terms of the future. Because now, Jordan Poole is going to be a Golden State Warrior. Unless he's not. Unless they trade him. Right. I mean, Shasky had a very good point this morning, which is... In terms of his tradeability, if signing sign him, him early, does yeah. create uh, it creates more flexibility and definition, right? If if you send him out there as a restricted free agent, if we let it ride like we wanted him to do, and he goes out and he takes the next step, and is this year's regular season even better than last year? Yeah, and he's scoring twenty four a night, and he is your dude. If that happens, now maybe you've priced yourself out. If they had known it was going to go the other way, where I literally think Jordan Poole's value right now is less than it was this time last year, if they had known that, yeah, they wouldn't have signed that deal. And I wonder if his value is less, or is it just less because of who he's playing with? If if you're a team out there looking for a young, explosive combo guard who can get you 22 a night, I think his value is still high. I think his value with this team... Has yeah. gone down. Draymond Green's three point percentage is higher than Jordan Poole's. So if we're talking about a, a I love stats, a scoring guard. Me. That's a oh, fact, yeah. and you know I love facts, if, Mark. If, if you're looking for a scoring guard who's explosive, do I want a guy who's going to shoot eight threes a night and make two of them? Uh, it's not my guy. Both higher than Westbrook, by the way. Exactly. Exactly. Well, to bring yeah. it back to your, there you Westbrook's go. Westbrook's at 29.5%. Uh, so. Let, let's get into this. 888-957-9570 is the number. Um, and we'll also tell you coming up next how you can get yourself into Chase Center for a Warrior game. Don't mm-hmm. worry. They're going to win all the home games, so it's fine. <laughs> you want to go watch one of them? Uh, we'll tell you how next. It's Willard and Dibs. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.